I own two children of my own. <laughs> so I would say after the hunt, make sure they know all the areas they failed in. Be very clear <laughs> with that. <laughs> Yes. What if some people watch this? Don't get your humor. Oh, they they don't watch if they don't get our humor. Let's do kind of self filtering. They're like this guy. Is yeah, he's saying everything like wrong. Like, everything is exactly the opposite of what it should be. This segment of DoD TV is brought to you by Leopold, American to the core. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast, episode number 200. Yeah! Oh! Oh! <laughs> it's a party. Like a concert over here. <laughs> it was a little delayed. Someone's going to get their eye shot out on this show. <laughs> when I had my first beer. Oh, me too. 200 episodes. Who would have thought? Uh, not me. Well, you didn't have the faith. That's because no. you weren't here for all 200. No, I did not get this thing started, which is probably for the best. Yeah. Well, I don't know because we had a flow there with our previous co-host mm -hmm. and then we got you Alex as a co-host, Alex Trebek. He died and then things <laughs> just went to hell. He did die. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> just didn't think we we're going to go there. Well, that's the <laughs> truth. It. Truth hurts. <laughs> so we've got Taylor and Austin Land on. So it's 100% a party. All I'm right. the only party. one still wearing a hat. Well, that's not really a surprise. Nope. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. So last week we had Austin on. Through Hunt Out West and Wild Country Outfitters and... Mm. Adventures? You guys change it somewhere along the line. Well, didn't you? adventures on social media, but Outfitters is still the name. So it was an interesting uh, podcast to kind of listen to a different side. We're always talking whitetails and turkeys, and it's nice to get a little bit of the Western flair, which obviously you guys both live in Utah, mm -hmm. and uh, you live that every day, all day. I mean, yep. you're probably there more out of the You're definitely there more out of the year than yeah. you are here in the Midwest, but you kind of transition to that too now, right? Yeah. I'm kind of split half and half, I'd say. Yeah. So flatlander as Oscar. Oh, we got, we got, yeah, confetti. got confetti. Got it. Y'all, I'm just trying to be festive here. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we getting into here, well, Tim? Let's uh, get into our shout outs because like I said, last show, Sometimes people listen to these episodes. Sometimes, Sometimes they, they want to tell us things about that. More times than not, they don't. <laughs> so Darren Ropp via email says, I'm a big fan of the podcast and can't wait for the next one to come out tomorrow. You must have sent this on a Tuesday. I'm trying to think of a question to send in, but you guys have covered so many topics that it's hard to think of a question that you guys haven't already answered. And then he uses the words LOL. Who knows what that means? He's laughing at us, Tim. Darren Rock. He's in it, Iowa. I think it's actually rope. Him and his brother came yep. and met. They stopped Mark by and met dad one night at the house in Iowa. Oh, really? Yep. Dad that, was in his PJs. <laughs> okay. So they I got a about, picture. <laughs> I was about to say, this isn't something that's advised for all yeah, you listening. <laughs> look us up. And Don't look Mark and well, Terry no, up. They actually, it was kind of a cool story. They left a really nice, nice note in the door. And so dad called them, had a conversation, and then they came up and met him one evening. So we, we need to cue huh. this picture now because it's nice. online. 
All right, we'll have I'll to find it. Mark will probably, I mean, he'll look at his phone like this and oh, yeah. he'll, he'll go through he'll his He'll find it. will take about 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't know how. Scroll, 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 scroll. I got to get the head back up. <laughs> That's it. Nailed it. True. All right. So Eminem Outdoors on YouTube said, I was actually hanging on the edge of my seat for the wildlife word and was quite bummed when there wasn't one. I don't believe a word of this. This was a few episodes ago. We, I think, just got too busy. Too packed of a show. Couldn't squeeze the <laughs> wildlife word in. Shoot. Yeah. Sometimes there's too much content for one show. Yes. We often have to just cut her off. One yeah. thing we never do is over deliver. <laughs> and we just won't over promise a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. We're big talkers. Over promise, yeah. not deliver. It's the whole point of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you guys uh, came and, and did this team workout with, uh, with kind of a select group of Dury Outdoors team members at First Form. Mm-hmm. And you're both here to tell the story. You live yes. to tell the story. I died <laughs> and Austin almost died. <laughs> no, I think I died as well. <laughs> Left a couple souls out there. I'll, yeah. I'll be quite honest. I only made it through about a third of the workout. <clears throat> and then what happened? I got sick. <laughs> got and then I came ache. back, tried it out again, just couldn't keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's no joke. I mean, it, you know, if you don't do it a lot or like meaning yeah. like workout and, and that kind that of, it's intense. Yeah. It was very intense. But that's their mentality. They don't care. They're not going to stoop down to somebody's level. Maybe they're not quite ready. My they're going to make sure everybody's performing it, at the highest level possible. In the email I sent out to the team, I said the workout would be optional. Well, somewhere along the line, Jake over there at first form, he saw, he saw it and he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So he said that it would be anybody. I forget how all he, levels. all levels. <laughs> we didn't say that it didn't matter if your level was beginner. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they, you still had to do the same uh, one as the intermediate everybody. or as the experience. Yeah, <laughs> poor Forrest. Like Forrest is is Terry's uh, uh, farm manager. Yeah, and he is he's probably mid twenties or so. Yeah, yeah, and, late twenties uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he's uh, he's he's around the farm all day long doing. He's active. Like he's yeah. he's out there doing stuff. It looked like. His soul left his body. But he's his a, eyes were just about 160 empty. pounds soaking wet, and he's about six hey. two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a skinny guy. Well, not all of us run 45 miles a day, Tim. <laughs> well, not everyone can be the poor man Cam Haynes here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to say yeah. it. The well, poor man's I'm Cam the poor man's a lot of things. No followers, right? <laughs> yep. Half no notoriety. Miles, no notoriety. Yep. Not as good looking. No celebrity friends. Yeah. Keep on so. going. <laughs> Never so. on a shitty podcast. <laughs> Poor guy. The list kind of goes on and on. <laughs> Email in your list of things that I'm not good at. Punch me right now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to look at that list. No, yeah. no. We'll, we'll, we'll do like an list. article on DeerCast about it. But I will say, even though that workout... I mean, kicked everybody, especially me. It was really cool to look around the room or look around the gym and just seeing everybody give it their all. And, you know, it's like some of the exercises were like, okay, how exactly do you do this? And everybody would just jump in and explain. I mean, it was definitely a team effort. It's always nice to feel that team love, no matter what like stage of fitness you're at. Mm -hmm. Everybody was there to help each other, you know, which I loved. You guys had a good team building experience, which is what they wanted, you know, so that was part of it. Not only with amongst the jury people that were there, but the first form people and kind of getting to know them better and becoming better friends. And so it was all part of the experience. It was cool. It was cool. We really missed you, buddy. Well, I was and in I a did meeting. Not make it. 
I was in a meeting. <laughs> Holding down the business fort. Yes. Yeah. Mark and, and Bruce Pettit and myself and Sal there at First Form, we were we were talking business. I would have, I actually went to bed early the night before, like prepared to get my butt kicked that next day. Like I was ready mm-hmm. for it. I had had hit sessions all week. I've been training for like a month and a half for that moment to be able to just keep up with all and the young guys. Just, and then I was in a meeting. Well, like, we went to bed ah. early too. It was just early in the morning at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of the reason someone may have I felt died. sick. <laughs> the only thing I did was shave my shoulders. Really? <laughs> <laughs> because you knew your shirt was going to come off. I knew the possibility was there. Didn't get the monkey off his back. He got the monkey hair off his back. <laughs> Ew. You missed the spot. <laughs> oh, man. Beth. <laughs> Well, that's the podcast today, guys. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We're out. Woo. <laughs> so turkey season's coming up. <laughs> I'm curious what you guys have loaded up for. Like, what are your plans for turkey season this turkeys, year? Turkeys, turkeys. Actually, funny story. I made a mistake. Mm-mm. I forgot to put us in for Iowa turkey oh, this really? year. So Missouri luckily, <laughs> well, no, luckily. He almost killed me. Luckily, they had leftovers for season one. So we were able to buy those. We're going to kick it off there. And then you'll be down. Well, you go to Texas first, actually. Yeah, I start in Texas April 3rd, the opener down there. I'll be down there for about 10 days. And then we're going to meet up in Iowa and do that. But Iowa, Texas, Missouri, I think. Yeah. Nebraska may be on the line. And then finish up back home in Utah. Yeah. What's your favorite way to eat turkeys? turkeys? When I'm going to go like killing it in the kitchen here because oh. she's got all the good recipes. She's Honestly, got though, I got to shout out Coondog on this one. Coondog's turkey. Have you had Coondog's fried turkey nuggets? Mm, very good. Those things are seriously Chick-fil-A nuggets on crack. Mm. I'm convinced. <clears throat> I mean, they are I, I think we. Ran, I think good. you maybe ran that in DeerCast <laughs> at some yes, point. Yes, we did. I started to get fancy. <laughs> oh, we were getting fancy. <laughs> but I would say, like, because last year during turkey season, it was COVID. So before we all got in there, dad's like, okay, everybody's staying quarantined to the house. I mean, it was mm-hmm. basically the b- beginning the of beginning. COVID where we're like, you know, we don't know <laughs> where, where all this is going. And we probably ate turkey nuggets, I would say, three, four nights out of the Ooh. week. Because we like never left. Sounds okay Sounds like a pretty good week. Oh, it week. was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd go kill a bird, literally come back, cube it up, and dog would fry it up. <sighs> Jealous. It doesn't awesome. matter how sophisticated your palate is. It's really hard to beat a good like fried chicken oh, nugget or turkey nugget. Agreed. Um, the last you were saying the quarantine. So after I killed my turkey last year at Terry's, I brought it back to my house there in Arnold, and we the neighbors we were all kind of quarantined. Nobody was really mm-hmm. leaving, so I fried them up. I did two different kinds. I did I deep fried them, and then I also did a kind where it was like. I saw it off of the Buck Commanders. Uh, Jordy Summit had, yeah. had posted it. And it was like, you put tons of brown sugar. You wrapped it in bacon. I, there was some other stuff you mixed with it. It was like, can- it was you seriously it? like candy. Mm-hmm. I put it oven. in the oven. Not really for very long either. And it was so good. So I invited everybody over, like just in my cul-de-sac there. And people that don't eat wild game. And yeah. they're like, eh, I don't know. I was like, just try it. Yeah. So they'd start with the the uh, deep fried because everybody likes deep fried oh, anything. Yeah. So they start with that and they're like, dang, this is really good. And then they they transitioned into the candy for dessert, you know, and I was like, man, I didn't realize turkey tasted this good. It's like mm-hmm. you, when you find somebody and I'm not that guy to, to say when you find somebody knows how to cook it, I'm not the one that knows how to cook it. I just those are easy recipes. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. You can't hardly mess it up, really. No, Fry, frying, deep frying it, you definitely can hardly oh, mess it up. 
Right. Yeah. I started saving the pickle brine from my store-bought pickles, and yeah. I'll use that Ooh. to brine uh, my turkey uh, breast really? chunks. I've never done that. It's all, apparently, that's like the secret Chick-fil-A method is they, they pickle brine the, hmm. the chicken yeah. before they really? fry it. <laughs> we should try that because I think Dog was doing just a milk wash. Yeah, what I on those nuggets, but maybe if we tried the pickles, I've never heard of that trick. With, like I like at least a two day brine on them. Okay, like just dun- just, just yeah. dunking them <laughs> isn't going to do it. But yeah, so you got to do a little. We were killing the bird and eating it within like two hours. <laughs> so it's like nine a.m. Like, so how long yeah. are we going to wait, guys? <laughs> We'd oh, give yeah. Terry and Forrest a heads up, and all of a because they're like what two two and a half hours. Yeah. All of a sudden, both of them would show up. We just have nuggets everywhere. Get your nuggets. Where's the food? Get your nuggets. <laughs> we also. So yeah. like the turkey burger. Uh, yes, We've big incorporated time. The, the leg meat all yeah. into the breast, yep. and then we add about 10, 15% bacon to it. And so that, good. That's been amazing, Dang. too. We kind of live off that because it's nice to switch it up from a ground dark meat. Pretty healthy. Know? Yeah, and we'll oh, do yeah. it whether we, it's a burger or spaghetti tacos, or tacos. We, yes. we mix it up. So. Mm. We eat a lot of – I hardly ever buy meat from the grocery store. Now we're like yeah. empty freezer, and it's kind of sad. Yeah, come on, Austin. Yeah, like I'm not geez. doing very good at providing. Well, that. heck, he killed a too busy watching people kill stuff. That's yeah, right. you <laughs> killed I a cow up last winter and it's gone. We ate the entire cow Already. from like how many months ago? Well, just last winter, so a year. A year oh, ago, oh, but January. still, that's add, a lot of meat. You added it was a ton of meat, a couple it hundred pounds. Elk, wild turkey, and deer, and our freezer is literally almost empty. And we're used to as well. Our clients will donate a lot of their meat, so we'll be able to grab some meat here and there. Well, this year, everything the the grocery stores were empty, so nobody wanted yeah. to donate yeah, their I meat. See that. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. so that was a big hit that we took as yeah. well. Yeah. So, what do you typically do for the stuff that you kill and say, like Texas or Iowa or Missouri? Does it stay with your dad, like at, in his freezer, or do you bring some back? So normally, it works out to when his clients wrap up, he'll drive to our farm, and then when we all leave to go home after the season. Uh, we'll load up like a humongous cooler. It's of usually it. this time of year during the spring when I yeah. come up, we'll pick up some deer and we'll take a bunch of the turkey that we ground up as to well this up. year and we'll load up a couple coolers and then I yeah. take it home. Because we always have mm-hmm. like a great big grinding party at the end of the season where we just grind up, you know, ton- or get back straps out and all that sure. type How of long stuff. of a drive is that from <laughs> Mark's to Utah? I don't um, know. I fly. That, it. Tay flies. I mean, <laughs> Austin. How long of a drive is that? It's <laughs> solitary. Depending, fourteen to sixteen hours. Oh, Ooh, nice yeah. little trip. Well, yeah, nice little. it's it's eighteen to Texas, twelve to Iowa, <laughs> then fourteen back home. It's not a big deal. If you're ever going down that highway and you hear a truck going. <laughs> Just clanking along. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, they don't last too long. <laughs> That's a lot of miles. Is yeah. A lot of miles. Plus, yeah. on the on the actual ranch, they get beat to heck. Right, oh, and gosh, yeah. I mean that is a lot of miles on the highway, but I'm putting two times as many on dirt roads throughout the year, and like rough roads, rough, rough roads. roads. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, all right. Nope. I might. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. We're all fine. You just and- did a really long drive from Texas not long ago. Yeah. Yeah. From San Antonio, it was like 21 hours. Yeah. So by the time this show publishes, the Iowa Deer Classic will have happened. Yes. How was it? (laughs) It was amazing. So much fun. Mm. (laughs) I'm encouraged that. I'm actually excited, really excited to go. Yeah. It's like, it's like some semblance of normalcy is coming back. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
I, I hope it's a success. I, I oh, hope so. I guarantee it's uh, going to be the, vi- the vibe on social media is that a lot are going. Like, it's crazy. We have some really great friends in Wisconsin. They're all driving in for it because it's the only, their only opportunity to go to a trade yeah. show this year. But I just, I love that show to see all the mounts. I mean, the w- mm. whitetails. And I've people. never been, so I'm yeah. really looking forward to it, too. Dad and Oster going uh, before it opens on Friday, and they're getting the full experience the full behind tour, the, the full yep. yep behind chase, the scenes chase ralston's taking them yeah so. chase from rub line yep you're gonna be cool. grabbing a bunch of freebies out of people's booths before that's they how even i get roll them. so yeah <laughs> wait can i tell you about my product no i just want your stuff <laughs> austin leaves he's got like 20 pins <laughs> couple hats <laughs> hats i need more hats don't i yes <laughs> Do you guys have a closet that's about 100 plus hats? I, I try because. to. Yeah, I, I got two. And it's I try to every once in a while, I'll take, you know, it and a bunch of clothes or shoes or whatever that just you don't need and try to take yeah. it to Goodwill or somewhere. donate it somewhere. A lot of kids in Ecuador right now running around with <laughs> with hunting brands. Yeah. Uh, caps and a lot shirts. Of and, orange hats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So many You just hats. can't wear it. It's just, I don't know. And I. I, I honestly almost always only wear a Drury Outdoors hat because, yeah. you know, our, a lot of our team members wear a lot of our sponsors hats. It's great. That's perfect. Yeah. But yeah. not a lot of people are wearing a Drury Outdoors hat yeah. on the team. So it's like, all right, I, I, I always feel like obligated almost to wear our hat. Wear <laughs> so I'm always thinking like, this is a waste of a hat when someone sent me one because I usually don't wear it. Yeah. But I try to give it what, like the outdoor, the riders for Deercast mm-hmm. who started giving some of the stuff that comes into the studio and giving it to them and, yeah. you know, try to pass it on to somebody that needs it. You, can, you only have one head. So it's hard. Do you? It's hard <laughs> to you? have a ton, a ton of hats. Well, and what about when they say he wears a lot of hats? Yeah. Yeah. See, you got of me. Many trades. <laughs> yeah, got me so that <laughs> That's right. I should keep all my hats now. <laughs> a lot of my friends have hats like that that, hat. that kind of come through, and yeah, that's a nice new hat. hat. I like that one. That was one of the deals where I was like, "Hey, I want that one." Bing. Same thing I'm going to do on the two classic. <laughs> I like that hat. Just walk away. <laughs> Give me your hat. Let's hey, scorched earth. Uh, have you guys oh, ever yeah. been to the deer classic? No. No? I haven't. I've been to the Missouri deer classic, not okay. the Iowa deer classic. Iowa. Yeah. Mm. I imagine the, it to be like the NWTF shows in my mind, what I feel like, like a lot yeah. of people. <laughs> deer fest. Oh, okay. Big, like. Yeah. I've been to deer fest. But just mm. giant deer everywhere you look. That's cool. Just the celebration of the culture and like yeah. to be in the same place with a lot of like-minded people. Oh yeah. That that's really powerful. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. Let's help our uh, our buddy Rich with uh the question of the day. All right. The question of the day is brought to you by Victory Archery, the carbon arrow experts. Hey guys, this is Rich Morris from Michigan. My question is, what would be the most uh important piece of advice you could give us? to help a young or first-time hunter uh, be successful their first time out? Thanks. Great question. Mm -hmm. You talked about first-time hunters being one of your favorite clients to guide out west. So what do you guys think? I think the biggest thing is enjoy every aspect of the hunt. You know, Mm. you you might harvest an animal, you might not, but the memories and the experience you can take from the the hunt are going to be the biggest things you can take, you know, and, and, I, I just want them to always think about, oh man, that was such a fun part of the hunter. That was such a fun part of the hunt. You know, the, the harvest is a great part, but the journey is always the best part. Sure. Getting motivational over there. Yeah. I would say, I mean, just thinking how 
dad, you know, when I was younger, he would always go the extra mile to make sure I was learning along the way and to make it fun. You know, don't make hunting seem like a chore, like get ready. we got to leave it this time. Be dressed. We're going out. It was always, um, you know, even when we weren't hunting, like go shoot together, go check cameras together, sure. go put mineral out together. Go, you know, just kind of um, so you can see the full cir- circle process. Mm-hmm. And then I also think one of the best things is that, you know, say they're a first time hunter, they get their first deer like that hooked moment beyond the hunt is going to be going home and letting them be involved in cooking it and then uh, sitting down sure. and have yeah. that meal and talk about it. I mean, I remember so many meals where it was just dad and I like talking about the hunt after we cooked it together. So mm. I think. A successful hunt goes, like he said, way beyond, you know, the killing portion of it. Yeah. I would add that also in this, in today's day where technology is a big part of what they do, you know, it depends on the age, I guess. If you're talking like six to nine, they may not have a phone yet, but certainly mm-hmm. you see a lot of 10 year olds and, and older, obviously they have a phone and it's kind of their, their diary almost, to, so yeah. to speak. So yeah. if they're, if that's part of what they're used to, you might make sure that it, they can incorporate that into the hunt, whether they're sharing on Snapchat yeah. or TikTok or yeah. whatever they use, you know, whatever social platform. It's not that you're asking them to put it away. Maybe it's that you're having fun with them and mm-hmm. integrating into the hunt, like having a good time with it. You right. know what I mean? Cause put me on your TikTok, kid. Th- there you go. Cause <laughs> <Tic-tac>. <laughs> the YouTubes, I want to be on that. I don't want to be on that YouTubes. <laughs> so that was a real line. Nathan McCombs said, <laughs> no, that's my, Hey, uh, brother-in-law. And, anyhow, so I think just make it fun in that regard and yeah. don't shut the technology part out. And hopefully sure. they're having a good enough time where they put it down themselves. They don't mm-hmm. want to have it in there. They don't want to be glued to it. They want to sure. be experiencing And Maybe it's like, you know, things like uh, who sees the first deer are yeah. like little time? games. Yeah. Yep. Like what time are we going to, that's always, we still do that all the time. It's like, all so right, do, what time yeah. are we going to see our first deer? It's we like, do that too. Mm-hmm. Those, or like how many total deer? Yeah, yeah. Just little things to have fun along the way and make it fun. And so that they're engaged somehow. Mm-hmm. And then the phone kind of disappears. So yeah. mm-hmm. sure. Totally. Agree. I, I own two children of my own. <laughs> so I would say after the hunt, make sure they know all the areas they failed in. Be very clear with that. <laughs> yes. What if some people watch this? Don't get your humor. Oh, they they don't watch if they don't get our humor. Let's do kind of self filtering. They're like this guy. Is yeah, psychopath. he's saying everything like wrong. Like, everything is exactly the opposite of what it should be. <laughs> they pretty much get our humor. That's the turvy world over here. <laughs> yep, that's the palate cleanser. To Time to move along. <laughs> you guys ready for the wildlife word? <laughs> I guess I guess so then, yeah. What is it? It's brought to you by Muddy Outdoors, Taylor. Okay. Home of the highest quality products <laughs> for serious hunters. Boy, the sponsors really just get <clears throat> all the Thank love you, Muddy here Outdoors. at the podcast. A turkey's waddle and the bare skin on their neck help them stay cool in hot weather because turkeys don't A see shadows to know where the shade is. B, have a circulatory system, C, sweat, or D, have lungs. <laughs> we always let the guests go first. Sweat. There are no stupid answers. Except the wrong ones. Well, he usually says, but there are stupid people. <laughs> I would where say I come C, in. sweat. They don't sweat. 
They don't have. They don't see shadows. They don't have a circulatory system. They don't sweat, or they don't have lungs. I'm gonna guess C as well. Yeah, I'm guessing C. I mean, yeah, I'm going with C as well. What do we got? Everyone is winners. Winners, winner, winner. Nice job. We're born winners. (laughs) You not so much. No, no, I just. (laughs) Be nice to to knowledge. Knowledge. (laughs) Inside joke. One day I will be a part of an inside joke. I'm you really are a part of that one. Yes, you were, you were there. there. Really? We're all yelling at you now. Yes. Oh man, Aaron, <laughs> you were there, you idiot. Right, so we'll it was about you. you, Aaron Summers. We were in his class. He was going through. Uh, it was E T L. Okay, mm-hmm. we got education. Then he's like, T, oh, yeah. T, so what is knowledge. it? People are spitting out T words. And Bryson Thornton goes, knowledge. <laughs> and he's like, that's T. I remember being embarrassed <laughs> for our entire group when I yeah. heard that. Everybody's like sinking into their seat. <laughs> like, okay, we're going to have to go down to the Who basic level with these guys. guys. <laughs> Poor Bryson. That's okay. So all weekend, all weekend long, he, he's like, I meant to knowledge, guys. <laughs> he's also the guy that tried to take OptiReds dry. And Green's dry. Last night, this yeah. applies. You and your mom are <laughs> <laughs> we had so fun though. True. It was a good time. It was, it was a, a great time. Good sure. times. All right. All right. Well, we pretty much hit everything we could hit in one we show. We blew the confetti right off this place and celebrated 200 in style. Mm-hmm. Huzzah! I couldn't think of two better party animals to celebrate <laughs> Big anything with than God, these two. We could represent. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's the 200 more. At least. All it takes is time. Y'all are going to be great. Right. Yeah. We, but we, we, sincerely, we do appreciate the folks that listen and watch on a regular basis. And now that I'm looking at the main camera, I'm seeing confetti on the inside. And I'm wondering, is this ruined? <laughs> how much of the show is visible? Hopefully none. Yeah. Well, we just self-censor ourselves. Oops. All right. We're going to end it with an applause. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Until next time. Peace out. DeerCast is giving you the chance to hunt with Mark and Terry Drury. Head over to DeerCast.com to enter.